one. I, I like had some a song stuck in my head. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Something country has that kind of feel to it. Uh, we, well, you know, it's kind of country-ish episode today. Ish, yeah. ish, ish. Yeah. Definitely folk. Yeah. And bluegrass in particular. <clears throat> all right. So. Um, all right. All right. All right. No. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, do we have any B- BS to talk about today? Um, we both finished Stranger Things, as we were just talking about. Yeah. Off mic. Uh, the Spoiler guy, alerts. Uh, sure. Running up the hill went to number one 30x many million years later after yeah. set some world records. And people are like, oh, they also brought back this. And it's like, is this 1985? Is this the 80s again? And it's like, no, because those were not hits back then. Yeah. I mean, Master of Puppets probably was. No. Really? <laughs> no. I mean, it's been it, a hit. It's a good song. Since. But I don't think that it was like, because if you look at that album, and you look at the songs, okay. you will only know one song, and it's that. Okay. And then, like, the next record. Uh, so it was and, the hit. And, and Justice for All. It was, but it wasn't a hit. <laughs> okay. Uh, and just, like, the next record, I believe, is Injustice for All, and, like, it had one on it, which was, like, mm-hmm. the time of music videos, mm-hmm. and, like, that was the video, and it's, yeah. like, it was a good video. Like, that's my first memory, I guess, of, of Metallica, because then you have, like, the... Duh, 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 but like then the black album was their album sure but anyways it's like is it 1985 again or 86 again it's like no no it's not because no one listened to these songs it was peter gabriel um apparently the guy who plays vecna vecna yeah henry one whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call him uh he was citing some heavy music and things he was listening to to like kind of get into that mode and I yeah think norma jean do you know that band yeah yeah i yeah. really like them didn't they and well you don't know so there's a there's a venue called hangout we talked about it a while ago okay up at edinburgh and i believe norma jean played there oh cool but they were one of the like bands that got name dropped which was kind of cool i That's thought cool. yeah so i don't really have much else there was only one single from this from it what? came out in july oh my god it came out in july from what? What are you talking about? From Master of Puppets. Oh. There's only one single. It was Master of Puppets. Yeah. And it came out in July. Okay. Which means it didn't come out. I mean, the album came out in March, but that single came out in July. Okay. I think Master of Puppets is a bigger song than you give it credit for. In that world, it's huge. But as far as the world. Where did it? What's like the chart? The chart? That's, that's what I'm trying to find out. Should be I don't album. think it did. Um, 87 in, in 1986. That's pretty big. Top 100. Yeah. It got some play. It would have been, there wouldn't have been much else like it. Yeah. At the tops, top of the pops. (laughs) Anyway, my first this week? Yes, you are. Cool. That's how this thing works. So in June, I was in Kansas City. And if you listen to last week's episode, you heard me say that exact (laughs) sentence and no more. Uh, I was in Kansas City for the AP reading, and uh, we always like to see like stuff that's happening. Um, did I tell you the other concert that was happening? Possibly, but let's pretend I. You know, I'm not the listener here. Like, sure, it, like, but I don't remember if I told you about it. I don't. Know. After I got back, I don't think I did. We'll just say no. It was Bayside, Thrice, 
Yeah, you didn't. And Anxious was opening for them. Yeah, like okay, I told you about that <laughs> show, and and it was it was d- out there. D- it was down the street, but well, not down the street, but it was in Bethlehem. Oh, and no, I said but, we should. Oh, I should right, go. Right, right, did yeah. you go? No. <laughs> Why didn't you go? Because I'm not a big enough fan of any of those bands. Oh, <laughs> and like I would have had to go by myself because like none of my friends there would have gone with me, and like not that I'm. I, I would to totally go to shows. No, no, no. I go to stuff by myself all the time, mm-hmm. but like it's different when you're sort of in your own space or mm-hmm. like whatever i don't know it just felt different it was also like i see these people once a year and so like i want to maximize my time with them do you know what i mean like yeah. so anyway and, and again i'm not a big enough fan of either of those bands like i'm probably a bigger fan of anxious than i am of bayside and thrice and so i don't know for me it wasn't worth on that trip to go mm-hmm. by myself so but yeah, if it would if it was like Under Oath is playing or whatever, I would be like, okay, I'm going. Nobody else is going. Great, and I'm going to see Under Oath tonight. But anyway, one of the things I did go to with a whole bunch of folks was uh, Bella Fleck, and Bella. in doing every, his, every time you say Bella Fleck, yeah. I want to be like in the Fleck tones, but it's I, not the Fleck tones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so this is his uh, uh, My Bluegrass Heart tour that they were doing, which is from his featuring his album My Bluegrass Heart that he mm-hmm. did, which is his first like bluegrass thing in like 20 years or something over 20 years mm-hmm. um he hadn't done anything strictly just bluegrass in all that time um so for those that don't know he is a um banjo player him and steve martin <laughs> and and others but he's he's kind of like name a third <laughs> uh ricky skaggs i don't know i think uh or or um it's a it's yeah i a think ricky thing. skaggs the guys from flat and scruggs they're banjo guys right hey um no, I'm not gonna interrupt you. I'll okay. interrupt you later. We'll talk about it. Anyway, so this album is um it it came out in twenty twenty one in September. It won the Grammy for Best Bluegrass Album. Because there's three of them. I'm joking. That's all right. There's Bluegrass is awesome. Yeah. Um it's got a whole bunch of folks on it. Um I'll just list off all the people that are on it. Sam Bush, Jerry Douglas, Stuart Duncan, Edgar Meyer, Brian Sutton, Billy Strings, uh Chris Thiele, Noam Pickleney or Pickelney, uh Sierra Hall, Molly Tuttle, Tony Trishka, Michael Cleveland, and David Grisman. I know some of those people. I, know I don't know of most people. of those people. Yeah. Um, Sierra Hall, I know. She is a mandolin player and singer. I have known about her for about six months or so. She was on tour with Corey Wong mm-hmm. in, in like January, February and stuff. And I found out about her through him. Um, and I, but I only just kind of like recently got into her music, which is, which is really good. Um, and then Chris Thiele, mandolin player, also pretty famous. He was on, uh, he was in Punch Brothers, I think, uh, does his own thing. He now hosts what used to be, um, Prairie Home Companion. It's now called. What? Live from here. What? It changed? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, what's Did his he? name is problematic. Is he got he? fired. Yeah. So Chris Thiele hosts it now. Um, Stuart Duncan, I know as well, and Edgar Meyer. Billy Strings, I've heard of, but I, I'm not familiar. Um, and just some other folks. But yeah, um, I've never really listened to, to bluegrass, not like straight up. Um, and that was obviously like my first bluegrass concert, but it was really, 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 really good. I had a really good time with it. Um, it featured, the ensemble was Bella on, um, at least the version I saw was Bella on banjo, Sierra on um, mandolin. Can I remember the other people that were there? Michael Cleveland on fiddle. Uh, 
but I believe David Grisman. I'm trying to look up who he is to make sure. Nope, not him. Uh, who else was on that thing? Was Brian Sutton on there? I don't remember. It was Brian Sutton. I think maybe it was one of them. Anyway, it was guitar, bass, mandolin, dobro, banjo, and fiddle. That was the ensemble. And it was really awesome. They did a good job. So um, they played everything from this album, all 19 tracks, plus a couple of other things, a couple of his like big hits, Stomping Grounds and Big Country, which are like bigger hits that he had like with Fleck Tones and some different things. So um, the tune we're going to listen to is called Vertigo, and it features um, Sam Bush, who looks like is a mandolin player, mm-hmm. Stuart Duncan, who's a fiddle player, Edgar Meyer, who's a bass player, and then... Um, Brian Sutton, who is a guitar player. So it features those folks on there. Um, so the song's called Vertigo. And what is Vertigo? It's a U2 song. It, yeah. Isn't it like you kind of get like dizzy and yeah, yeah. other things and mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. And it this kind of I think represents. At the that very well. beginning. Yeah. Like they played the theme. And yeah. then they play it faster, yep. and they play it faster, yep. and they play it faster, yeah. and they play it faster, and yeah. faster, and faster. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. I wonder if that is supposed to be the Vertigo. The vertigo. I believe so. Possibly. Yeah. So here, here it is. Uh-huh. Still speeding up. Uh-huh. Saddles in. Yeah. Could also be like a train type thing. Yeah. One of the things, so I've listened now since that concert to an interview with Bela and an interview with Sierra Hall. Yeah. And just heard them talk, her more so than him, but talk a little bit about like the bluegrass stuff and like use some different terminology and things. And it's kind of interesting. Her interview was even more interesting because she talks way more about bluegrass and like just kind of how it works in the ensemble and stuff. And like basically everybody kind of plays like different roles um, at different times. And so like the mandolin is does what they call like the chop, which is kind of like just kind of on right now. Yeah. And it's partly because like there's no there's not usually percussion. There's no drums or anything. So like. So if the mandolin is then going to take a solo or going to play a lead line or something, somebody else has to take over the chop. Or not, you know. But that's kind of how it'll go sometimes. And there's like little duets and little trios and sometimes the whole ensemble's going and sometimes somebody's soloing. And um, it's just really fascinating and and interesting. And my one friend, uh, Chris, shout out to young Chris. You got Chris number two. I got young Chris. Uh, Up in Brainerd, Minnesota. He was telling me he watched the Ken Burns like country music documentary mm-hmm. and in it at part of it they were talking to some jazz musicians and jazz guys some of the jazz guys were like bluegrass is just bebop just country's version of bebop and I was like oh the- shit it totally is there was um like it's it's all about like virtuosity uh-huh. playing a bunch of notes playing mostly faster tempos and things and that kind of stuff but it totally is that i was like that's such a cool way to think about it yeah there was a i forget who the person was but 
it was probably on a TikTok, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I've been playing a lot of. I was been listening to a lot of a lot of country music lately." And then he's like, just playing stuff, and it's like it's all shreddy, yeah, stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's just like jazz, yeah. But it's like all country stuff that he's playing, and you uh-huh. can identify it as country, yeah. But it's like, yeah, they're just really good, yeah. And then one the other person's just like, what? like mind blow kind of thing, yeah. But no, I'm totally gonna play maybe this song or another song off of this album for. Um, my butt is a jazz listening for my kids because <laughs> yes. it really is like you play the head you do a bunch of solos play yeah. the head and you're out you know yeah. with variations on that and yeah. like especially in this song you'll hear some things that are obviously composed in the middle whether they're backgrounds or, or whatever things but yeah it's really it's really interesting so who's taking over the chop right now guitar maybe well yeah. not yet maybe yeah but it was really cool so some of the things that happened within the concert so the guy that played dobro um and he he played it like flat like a, like yeah. a lap steel kind of situation he also played banjo on a tune and played fiddle on a couple tunes as oh, well yeah. which is kind of cool um everybody else just kind of did their thing except for the bass player who also did like some hand boning in the one song which is really cool i actually picked up on it early in the show on the stage you know in addition to their mics and stuff that they had set up there was like a little plat like just the tiniest little platform maybe like two inches high and a microphone and i was like somebody's gonna be dancing i thought it was gonna be like soft shoe or tap or something but he was doing hand boning stuff it was pretty cool But yeah, I lost track of all the tunes that they played because it was a lot. And then when I listened to Sierra Hall's interview, which was before they went on this tour, she was like, yeah, we're going to be playing all 19 songs from the album plus a couple other things. And I was like, oh, man. They did. I mean, I knew they played a lot, but... Also, I bought this on vinyl. It's cool. Because everything's better on vinyl right Is now. it color? I haven't <laughs> opened it yet, actually. <laughs> And just so seamlessly back into the main melody, which happens yeah. a lot in especially bebop stuff. It's also cool too, because it's like, you can obviously pick out individual things, but not always. You know what I mean? Like, it is kind of hard. Like, they all have their individual voices and individual timbres and different things. But in some ways, it's kind of like it all just goes together at once to Uh make this thing. And, like, if you pulled out the banjo from the mix, you would notice it. Mm -hmm. But you can't always distinguish those parts, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's also this. Certainly gets there. Yeah. (laughs) They do that on every track. Yeah, because it's like the, it, they're live. It's not yeah. like we're no. going to record the bass and then we're going to record the banjo. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you just like get him in a room and play. Yeah. He had an interesting... Which is um, the same way as, as jazz. Get in a room and play. Yeah. Yeah, you often yeah, you just do like live takes and stuff. Um, that's why like on old jazz records, you'll see like on like expanded editions or, or whatever, you'll see like other takes. Oh, yeah. So that way you know like... You know, the different. worst solo in the world. Yeah. 
Um, but the one thing that I thought was interesting on, on Bella Flex interview that I listened to, um, both of these, by the way, were from the Wong Notes podcast with Corey Wong. Oh, cool. He interviewed both of them. But um, So what you're, what you're quoting is the Wong Notes? Yes. Okay. They're, they're interviews from Cool. From so there. I don't have to be like, where is it? Like, you don't be like, can you send it to, oh, to me? Yeah, no, Cause it's already like yeah, yeah. in my, like yeah. it's in the queue. Yeah. But the one thing, this is unrelated to this stuff. It just was, he was talking about working with the Flectones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, you know, they were putting out these records and stuff and they, they obviously are good musicians and they sounded really polished and all this different stuff. And he said, both Victor Wooten and his brother, um, future man i don't know his actual name future man he refers to him as future man also so they were both kind of saying like man we wanted to sound like more raw like less less like precise and clean and blah 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 and all this different stuff so he was like okay um because i guess like bella does like all the editing and mixing and everything of stuff okay. so basically like they would record for a day he would stay put everything together and then the next day they would have it finished and listen to it and you know decide on things so he said the both these guys were like we don't want it to be so polished we want it to be way less polished blah 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 so he's like okay so then they did some recording like that where they wouldn't you know they would take the the not as good take or whatever and so he kind of mixed it and whatever and he goes then the next day victor comes in he goes oh this is pretty good this is this is exactly what i'm looking for man but can i just i just want to fix like this part and this part and this part and this part and he's like yeah okay so they go back and they fix those parts and then future band comes and he's like yeah this is really great man this is exactly what we wanted i just want to fix like this part this part this part so he goes by the end of it you have the exact same thing that you would have done if we would have just been as like anal about it to begin with mm-hmm. but he said that it's just you know it's just part of the process and you know everybody kind of in a band people need to have their say, you know, and, and so to, they felt like they had their say and they got to do what they wanted to do, but mm-hmm. it produced the same result, which I just thought was funny. Uh, Future so. Man's real name is Roy. Roy Wooten. Roy Wilfred Wooten. There we go. Goes by Future Man, mm-hmm. but known to fans as Future, F-U-T-C-H-E. Cool. Future. Plays the drumatar. Yes. Is that what it says? Synth Axe Drumatar. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? I am looking at it right now. Yeah, it's it's weird. It is. They're very interesting. So are you intrigued to listen to more Bluegrass? Or more, at least, from this album? Um, Probably won't, but, you know, I'm not saying it's bad at all. Mm -hmm. It's not my jam, but, like, it's just a thing. Yeah. It was really cool live. It was really cool live. I've listened to the album since. Um, I don't know that I would go back and like listen to the whole thing again, but I listen to parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, certain tracks I really like, but yeah, it was it was a cool experience. If you can get get a chance to see this, I don't know how much more they're touring of this particular thing, but you know anything like this, I would I would recommend for sure. And Sierra Hall, I'll be playing on a future episode of a podcast, like from her album. She's got some cool stuff. So you're up. Chachi. Europe, Chachi, Chachi. Mm-hmm. I heard Joni mm-hmm. loves you. Does that count? Anyways, um, I know nothing about this person. <laughs> uh, I found it, found them on uh, TikTok. They are an unsigned, only music com- competition semifinalist from 2022. Sure, Drumming Bird is an indie rock band based in Nashville. indie rock. That's what they say. That's that's what it says on their website. I know. Like, I, I think if you push further back, they're in this song, it's pushing more towards folk, uh-huh. country. Uh-huh. Uh, he's 
wearing a country hat mm-hmm. now and cowboy boots. Yeah. Um, uh, so indie rock band based in Nashville, Tennessee, and the mm-hmm. main vehicle of singer-songwriter Austin Swires. The 23-year-old has been writing and performing music for over seven years as Drumming Bird. And then it just goes on and on. Um, saw them on a TikTok just playing acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a band. I think it's just him. Yeah. Which is kind of reminds me of like Roger Harvey, a friend from Philadelphia. But uh, I like the. There's certain genres that that like you got to listen to the lyrics kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is one of those where it's like. Maybe I'll focus on that because I, I didn't care for this one as much. It's musically, it's not super interesting. Uh-huh. Lyrically, that's why. Okay, I'll have I, to I got focus it. on where that. it's 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 um. I don't want to say political, but kind of political, mm-hmm. uh, where you know, find out for yourself what mm-hmm. it's about. Interpret it how you like. Yeah, American spirits. Do Probably. your own research. <laughs> it's about cigarettes, right? That that's I think where the name comes from. Yeah, and he mentions at some point. Yeah, where I kept waiting for it because I was I guess I was listening to the lyrics, but it wasn't like you were looking for a cigarette. Totally reference. focused. Yeah, I was like waiting. I was like, there's got to be because yeah. there's some like references to like Native Americans and some different things like oh, cultures yeah, yeah. And, and other stuff. Um, so and then um, I was like, American Spirit is is a cigarette brand that still exists, and they mm-hmm. use natural American Spirit cigarettes. Uh, they use a. Native American smoking a peace pipe with yeah, the, very the headdress, which is probably not really good right yeah. now, even though it still exists. And you can, well, I don't know. But also it's kind of like a hipster type of cigarette. Sure. Because I think they don't use filters, yeah, which right, like filters great. don't even work anyways. Yeah. So, you know. Wait. Dun, 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 dun. I watched a, a video. This this has nothing to do with this. There's a, this guy, his name is Knowing Better mm-hmm. on YouTube. And he releases like monthly videos, and they're always super long. Yeah, like he should just release them in parts over time. Did you watch Night of the Coconut? I did. By the way, did you? I have not yet yet watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you order the soundtrack on vinyl? I did not order. I, I did. I don't think the music's that great. I don't but... care. I just want it. <laughs> did you... I'm not buying a Charles, so I wanted that, which <laughs> you... are sold out, by the way. But the yeah, no, they're not. Are they back? They did sell out. I just saw that, like, they're like, please, please, please buy more Charles plushes because we, it's filling my basement. Oh, I totally thought like, they Like, there was they a video that was kind of like, how did we get here? And by oh, the way, I we're going to take a month either. off. Yeah. Because we're tired. Yeah. And we can't do this anymore. As far as not taking like six months off. I know. I'd be like, I'm taking the rest of the year off. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next season on <laughs> January 1st, uh-huh. 2023. Um, anyways, knowing better. Excuse me. He did a really long video about, like, pretty much the history of the smoking. Oh, okay. And how it, like, then goes into vaping. And mm-hmm. it's, like, anything that the company has, like, created to make it healthier, mm-hmm. it's not to it make usually it, makes it, it worse. It makes, worse. It, makes it, yeah. it's just a different way of saying, hey, we're going to get you hooked. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, American Spirits, Spit It's Cigarette Brand. Maybe. Could be. Drumming Angels. Drumming Birds. Drumming Angels. Drumming Birds. <laughs> Like you've been smoking something. I was raised on in Jesus, who is white and prestigious. Said he never. By the way, his singing voice is nothing like his speaking voice. Yeah. Said the pledge of allegiance. Said I'd never smoke weed. And that Bible I'd read it when I couldn't decide. But the sermons were telling me hell was a felony. Heaven's the guilt. 
kind of just saying this is this is what America is. Mm-hmm. But is it the best? I think if it was a different singer, I might like it a little more. Okay. Yeah, he's not bad. It's just not. It's unique. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was just having this conversation with people the other day. Like what you like. It's fine. Not everybody has to like the thing that you like. You don't have to like the thing that they like. I like the the percussiveness of the guitar. Uh-huh. Because you could totally just play this like ham and a guitar. Oh yeah. I like that. Hijack the narrative, say that it's heritage. That's a good line. Yeah. I do remember that from before. They need a cigarette line. So it's like, here, have some cigarettes. There's, there's American spirits. Yeah. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. Maybe it's just about like... No, no, it's 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 very... I don't know if even political is the right word. That's the word that gets used Yeah. when you talk about like things Anything. or whatever. It's like it's... Or like it's a catch-all people track. say like controversial. Like it's not controversial. Just tell the damn truth. Like... Yeah. <laughs> His, his other songs are... I like it better... Yeah. I, will, I will say I only listened to it one time. Um, I like it better on this listening. Uh, one, I'm just giving it a, another chance. But also, like, focusing on the lyrics a little bit more and, like, yeah. even just musically, like, what's going on and stuff. Um, I still... Again, his voice... Not for me. It's fine. Um, but I do like it as a song and, and as the lyrics and stuff yeah, in general. I, I wish he would lean into that because, like, a lot of his other songs aren't like this. Uh-huh. Um, they're they're more indie rock ish, pop. Does he sing like this on the yeah, indie yeah. rock stuff? It's, it's, okay. it's all this. Yeah. But I like, I like this song and the way that this is going. Okay. But I don't know if it's like authentic, or if he's just like I'm gonna make a country song. Yeah. So, but I, I dig it. I like it better that time. Cool. Oh, what's going on? Stop. There we go. See, sometimes it takes more than one listen. Mm-hmm. Well, and also like you providing more context, I guess, or yeah. like directing my listening in a way helped. I guess if that makes sense. 
No, it does. It does. Because, like, a lot of, like, not explanation, but the reason that a lot of the songs that you might listen to were, like, Rick Beato songs, Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't really care about that band. But then, like, he gives his Mm -hmm. take on it or whatever, and you're like, ooh, I never thought about it that way. Well, and even just the thing of, like, I was curious for you to tell me what it was that you... That I dug about it? Yeah. Because this isn't your typical... Yeah, no. ...thing. Um, I, I also, it was funny, my first before the pool kids song from last week like before it got like into it like just the beginning of the song yeah i was like did bo totally pick a brandon song because <laughs> i thought it was gonna stay more that like kind of like somber mm-hmm. and not just like pick up into the drums and guitars and stuff um which also we've determined pool kids is also my thing but like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i totally thought it was gonna be like a type of song that i would pick but yeah this one i was like mm, this is different for bo and maybe also I think bluegrass, I guess, would be different for me. But you yeah. you at least probably maybe. had an idea about why I picked it because you knew that yeah, I saw you, them in concert. Yeah. Which I think that you – I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast or not. But um, you definitely tell me, told me. Yeah, I mean, or you would have seen me post about it or whatever, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of the – so you saw three. So I've seen – okay. Two this, weeks ago, you had – I no, saw the roots th- three weeks ago. If we go back in time, I've seen no, no. the roots. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, okay. as far as like, so three three weeks ago, you had May. On. Don't try to do like podcast math because like <laughs> we record early and yeah, then yeah. like it's different. But it is. It's three. Okay, so three episodes ago, you yeah. had May on and you had seen them. I just seen then. May. Then two weeks ago, you had Frank Turner and, and you I had, had just seen, seen him Frank like four Turner. days before. Then that. last week, you you didn't see. Um, I have not seen Home Is Where. Yeah. But they were in Nashville the night I saw Frank Turner, so I'm going to count it. <laughs> yeah. But like, and now Bill I think when you see a band, you're just like, I'm going to bring that. Well, because you do, which is in, in a way you do. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Especially if it's like a band, either a band that's new to you or a band you've listened to before or whatever. It's like, now they're fresh in your head. Yeah. Um, I don't have a Roots song to play. Not at least not yet. I don't yeah. listen to them enough to uh-huh. know many of their songs, but um, I just like them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, what do we do for a covers episode? Because I really want to play. Like, when are we doing a yeah. covers episode? Well, this is eighty five, so we could do one. Oh, next we're week. all right. Next week, I got a good one. Um, um, I've been I've been jamming to this song. I think I have one for too, but I forget ever what it is, and I love it because it was it was there. I've been stoked to play this one. So, thanks for listening. Find us on the socials, Two Jeans Podcast. We're at Two Jeans Podcast everywhere. Join the Discord. Leave some questions. Do we have any questions to answer? No. That we haven't answered before? I mean, we probably do, but I'm not going to, I don't, I don't know where they are. All right. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to put in. Was there anything? I'm just going to pull up in the discord real quick and see if there's any questions. Oh yeah. Cause they, they've, they've been putting them there too. Yeah. Podcast questions. See you. If you have questions, you can go to the, the, Oh, here's a good one. Um, we can answer both of these because they're they're related. Yeah. So the one is, what's the weirdest and or coolest music thing you've ever purchased and why? Okay, say that again. Like coolest and or weirdest music thing that you've purchased. See, when I think of that, I think of the pedals that I have. Okay. Is there like a weird special one or the, unique the, one or whatever? The, the Habit. The oh, the one you talked about. So, so a Habit, uh, Chase Bliss Habit is a weird pedal. Uh-huh. Like their last three pedals that they've made are just like so you kind of have uh different type of pedals Uh so you have like modulation pedals you have distortion pedals you have reverb pedals you have delay pedals and like those are your 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 main categories that have been there forever 
Chase Bliss will take that and then like, but what if we did this and uh-huh. this and this and uh-huh. this and this and this and we put it all in a pedal mm-hmm. and then we add, added MIDI capability where it basically turns this knob and yeah. so they're always like making weird, interesting pedals. Okay. Um, so that pedal is awesome, but it's also like kind of hard to like, like if you're just like, well, I just play guitar. Yeah. That pedal is not for you mm-hmm. at all. And then the what is the company called? A hol- holochrome, holochron, something. It's called. It's the pedal is called a microcosm. Okay. Similar kind of thing where it it's it's a delay pedal, but it takes like really finite amount of stuff, and then we'll play it back in different ways. Like there's one setting that will take your whatever you play. It'll take your your sound, mm-hmm. and then it'll pitch it up an octave mm-hmm. and but play that twice as fast mm-hmm. and then we'll also like pitch it down an octave and play it half as fast right okay. so like so you get all these like you're you're playing like some some little motive and then it'll play it faster and slower and so basically like we'll play four different versions the way that you played it and then a faster version a slower version and then maybe even like a quarter Mm-hmm. of it right and okay. like so then you have all these little bits of pieces that'll then like then those will repeat and and create stuff so you could just play something super simple and it'll just spit out magic okay um do you want to answer the second one a what while or do you want to what was them? so the second one is a follow-up what's the weirdest coolest music thing you've ever gotten for free and what's anything. the story behind it how you got it who's this from so the first one is, is from? Fr- who's me in all the worlds all the words, excuse me. I don't know. <laughs> me and all the words? You don't know who that is? I mean, I probably do. It might be Christian. I don't really know. Um, I don't know. And then the second one was from Devin. Okay. Um, okay it's probably so, Christian. So I'll answer mine first. So okay. the um, the weirdest, coolest thing that I've purchased. Um, so I am a collector of things, records, books, brutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just lots of things. I, I like I like things. Um, uh, when I go to shows or go to a, when I have an experience, I like to have something from that experience to help remember it by and blah, blah, blah. Um, so one of the things I try to get as much as I can is I try to get some like music things, of course, because I'm a musician, but, um, I'll start with some of the more tamer, weirder things. I have several, um, like wax cylinders. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Never going to be able to play them on anything, but I have them. Um, I have a couple piano rolls as well. Same deal. Never going to play them on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have, of in my record collection, two of the things I think are the coolest and weirdest. One is a blank vinyl disc. Okay. It is a blank disc that you were meant to take into somewhere mm-hmm. and record on. It's basically like the equivalent of having like a blank CD but it's a blank vinyl disc. I just think that's really interesting. And the other is um, a postcard from I forget where. I'd have to look and find it. But it is a postcard that basically has like a rec, like you can play it on a turntable. Mm-hmm. And it was like a thing, I guess, that they would do in like the 50s or 60s. Essentially what they're doing is they're taking like a plastic, plastic like flexi disc that you can get now and just like 
putting it on top of this thing. So like the postcard on the front is a picture of say, like, I think it's like the national mall in DC, but then you like lay it on the turntable and there's like grooves into it and you can play stuff. And it just tells you about like where you were. Oh, so that's kind of cool. It's interesting. I don't know if I'll ever play it cause I'm kind of worried about like jacking it up, but yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, the only thing I don't know, free st- I don't get free stuff either. Um, this is music related, I guess. I was at a concert. I don't remember what it was. It was at Hershey Park Stadium. And as we were leaving, there was just like this box sitting on the middle of the ground that had these hats in it, these like trucker hats. And so I grabbed one because <laughs> there's like nobody around. Okay. We were just like leaving the thing. And like obviously somebody had been, I think. It might have, uh, I really wish I could remember where it was. I really don't. Or what, what show it was. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But it was this thing called MySpace on the hat. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. I thought it was like a band or something or whatever. Oh, at the so time. So this is like 2003, okay. four or something like that. I don't know. I, re- I like legit didn't even know what it was. So I had this like MySpace trucker hat for a while that I got for free because I like found it on the ground at this, at this show. And I could have had a whole box of them that I guess I could have like <clears throat> yeah. resold or we- something on eBay. I don't know, but I just had one for a so while. So if you're talking about free stuff that you got at Warped Tour. Okay. Oh, and that's the other thing. You used to get all kinds of cool um, comps and stuff. Yeah. Like, or, or for a dollar. So um, there's a company, or there was a company. Was it punknews.org or something? There uh-huh. was some like website, and I think it was Punk News, mm-hmm. who went on Warped Tour and they had a whole bunch of shirts, mm-hmm. and then they didn't want to take them back. Sure. So they're just like, whatever, just yep. leave them here. So like... I got a whole bunch of free shirts, but they're like a multiple copies of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have like, or I had, I don't uh-huh. think I have them anymore, but like punknews.org shirts. <laughs> that's funny. I wonder if that's still punk news. I feel like it'd be .net. .org. Is it .org? No, man, it's, it's .org. Nice. Yeah, and it's still up. It's still up. I got your t-shirts. Upper downer. Ooh, look, a- Anti-Flag announces new album release, Laugh, Cry, go. Smile, Die, featuring Shane Told video. Yeah, on Spine Farm, uh, via AF Records and Spine Farm. Nice. And I think they just recorded it like in their space, gotcha. which is in Pittsburgh, which I've not been to the new space because they, they moved down near Dancing Gnome, which I'm going to go to. What What's today? Like like the episode today, yeah. the 16th. So I'll be going in like two weeks, right before school starts. I just got this new uh, East High Blackout Game Apparel shirt. No, you didn't. You know what's really funny? Do you know what year that $6? is? Six dollars. Must have been a while ago. It's cheap. Yeah, they're they're not that really expensive here because they make them. Like we make them. Oh, okay. It's not like oh we 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 ship them out and have this company. It's like no no no. It's like TechEd. Gotcha. We'll make this. Anyway, thanks so, for the yeah. questions. Thanks yeah. for all the things. Um, d- Discord yeah. description. Yep. Ask us more the questions link. there or send yeah, us yeah. an email. Um, there's that assignment that I talked about many weeks ago last week. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's not an assignment. It's like a challenge. I challenge you to do something musical. I challenge thee to a duel. Was that the right sure. thing? Um, uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. We got that. Mm-hmm. There's technically a YouTube thing, but it's just mm-hmm. this. Yeah. It's just there. There's a picture of our thing. A picture of beer. Yeah. And um, Instagram, follow us there. Tell your friends. We want to get to 100, 100 weekly listens, downloads. 
100. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Yep. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.